everyone. Welcome back, everybody. So, something that's always surprised me about our show in general is when we know the first time something happened, something really, like, arbitrary and specific. Okay. In Canadian history, we know when the first Christmas tree was brought to Canada and was displayed. Interesting. We know the story. Yeah. Credit to James Marsh. He wrote this really beautiful story, so I just kind of wanted to share it with everybody. Yeah. So on December 25th, 1943, we're starting a bit earlier. Okay. The first Christmas tree was not in 1943. Okay. There are Canadian and German soldiers engaged in grim hand-to-hand combat in the rubble of the barricades of Ortano, Italy. Even amid the thunder of collapsing walls and the blinding dust and smoke darkening the alleys, the men of the Seafort Highlanders of Canada and the loyal Edmonton Regiment were determined to celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. They chose the abandoned church of Santa Maria di Constantinopoli as their banquet hall. And the dinner was set out on long rows of tables with white tablecloths and bottles of beer, candies, cigarettes, nuts, oranges, apples, and chocolate bars at each setting. The companies ate in relays. As each company finished eating, they went forward to relieve the next. The menu of soup, pork with applesauce, cauliflower, mixed vegetables, mashed potatoes, gravy, Christmas pudding, and minced pie was served. In the corner of the room, there was a small decorated tree. Even amidst the dread of war, the most universal of Christmas symbols provided comfort and hope. A symbol that had been co-opted from the very men that they were fighting at the time. So though intimately associated with Christianity, the Christmas tree has been a pagan tradition for much longer. Many pagan cultures cut down evergreen trees in December and moved them into their homes or temples to recognize the winter solstice, which occurs sometime between December 20th and 23rd every year. The evergreen trees seem to have magical powers that enabled them to withstand the life-threatening powers of darkness and cold. Legends about the first Christian use of the tree include that of a woodcutter who helps a small, hungry child. The next morning, the child appears to the woodcutter and his wife as the Christ child, and the child breaks a branch from a fir tree and tells the couple it will bear fruit at Christmas time. As foretold, the tree is laden with apples of gold and nuts and silver. So by the 1700s, the Christbaum, or the Christ tree, was firmly established in Germany. Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. So I think baum is just tree in German, but the Christbaum is the Christ tree. So that's how that pagan tradition kind of becomes associated with Christmas and Christian celebrations. So it's widely believed that Martin Luther, the 16th century Protestant reformer, first added lighted candles to the tree, which is something we have talked about on a previous episode. Yeah. (laughs) Not the best. Not safe. (laughs) The past is very flammable. (laughs) Not a good idea to put fire on a tree. Yeah. Walking home one winter evening, while he's composing a sermon, of course, as, as Martin Luther is <laughs> p- prone to do, uh, he was awed by the brilliance of stars twinkling amidst the evergreen trees. So to recapture the scene for so his family. So he's also a stoner. Walking home, he's like, whoa. <laughs> this, like, have you ever just like looked at the stars, though? It's crazy. The world is so big. The world's so big and like we're so small. So small. <laughs> 
So to recapture this scene for his family, he erected a tree in the middle of their living room. Well, their main room. They wouldn't have a living room at the time. Probably not. (laughs) Wired its branches with lit candles. From Germany, the custom of a decorated tree spread to other parts of Western Europe and eventually to North America. The Christmas tree made its first appearance in North America on Christmas Eve, 1781, in Sorel, Quebec. Huh. We know the time, we know the place, and we know the people. It was Baroness Risdell who was hosting a party of British and German officers because there was a time when the British and the Germans were allies. She served a in, short, small time. You know, this blip in, <laughs> blip in time. She served English pudding for her British officers. But yes. the true star of the show was a fir tree in the corner of the dining room. And its branches were decorated with fruit and lit with candles. So mm. she has her British officers over, but she's like, this is a German Christmas. This is our Christmas tree. After what the family had suffered over the last two years, the Baroness was determined to mark their return to Canada with a traditional German celebration. So her husband, Baron Frederick Adolphus Riedesel. What a name. Riedesel. I've been saying their name wrong. I apologize. Riedesel was commander of a group of German soldiers sent by the Duke of Brunswick to help defend Canada. So you have British officers and they have basically like German mercenary troops that fight alongside them. Riedesel and his family were taken prisoner during the disastrous British offensive in northern New York in 1777. And they were not released until 1780. So him and his family have been like political prisoners for the last two years. And so they return to Sorel once they are released in 1780. And so the Christmas tree is their symbol of resistance. And they're like, we're still here. Yeah, basically. still standing, yeah. just like that tree over there. This is the first time you would have had a Christmas tree in British North America, but that doesn't mean that they start becoming really popular after that point. Sure. It was kind of like a one-off, like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's what the Germans do. It became really popular during the 19th century because Prince Albert, Queen Victoria's German husband, yeah. is German. And so <laughs> when they get married, Albert, you know, he'd always grown up with Christmas trees. And when he married Victoria in 1840... He requested that she adopt the German tradition of, like, let's bring in a Christmas tree. So the first time a Christmas tree was lit by electricity was in 1882 in New York. Much, much safer. Edward Johnson, who was a colleague of Thomas Edison, lit a Christmas tree with a string of 80 small electric bulbs, which he had made himself. Which is cute. And also maybe not quite that safe. You know, yeah, (laughs) electricity is not not flammable. Yeah. These strings of lights began to be produced for, like, the mass market in the 1890s. And once the first electrically lit Christmas trees were erected in Westmount, Quebec, some large stores started putting up illuminated Christmas trees in, in and around the city. So today, the Christmas tree is a firmly established tradition throughout Canada, where the fresh scent of evergreen and multicolored decorations contrast with the dark nights and the bleak landscape. Beyond its pagan and Christian origins, the Christmas tree is a universal symbol of rebirth, of light in the darkest of times, of hovering angels, and of the star that points to a place of peace. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So that's, I. it's just one of those things of like, we know when the first Christmas tree was here. Was erected. Yeah. It's just like one of those things of like, when we did the O Canada, like, yeah. we know the first time we sang it. Yeah. It's just strange. We know where, when. Yeah, we know exactly it. when and where. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> History's weird. It's just a weird The things time. that people are like, this <laughs> must be recounted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And I, yeah, Christmas trees, like, I think my favorite part of Christmas. It's been, oh, yeah. We were saying the price of Christmas trees has gone up so much. So much. And for me, it's annoying that I can't have a Christmas tree in my apartment. My family, we're going for like my family's tree tomorrow, but we're actually, because of the price of Christmas trees, are going back to a friend's like acres that they have back in the woods. We're just going to like chop one down. Nice. We usually get one from our property. Like our cottage property. Oh, yeah, nice. And my mom like scouts them out all year. That's One cute. year, quite a disaster. We had a Christmas tree all lined up and then the deer came and like nibbled all of the new little branches no. off of it. So she was like, oh my God, we don't have a tree. <laughs> so we had to go find another one. Had to scour. Yeah. My dad is a, it, it's a problem because he really does not like the smell of spruce. Oh. Particular, I'm trying to think there's a particular kind of spruce that really doesn't smell that great okay and so he always wants us to get a fir tree but there's just it's all spruce yeah so it's a really hard to find a fir tree and then b fir trees are a little less rigid than spruce trees yeah my mom decorates our tree oh that's my mom my mom need like fir doesn't support my mom looks for branches like my mom wants sturdy branches like she puts cards christmas cards in the tree oh yeah like heavy decorations that are heavy like the crystal ones yes yeah i'm like there's no need of that that is like a five pound ornament (laughs) how do you feel about colored lights i don't hate colored lights but my mom's christmas tree will never have colored lights on it yeah it will always be white lights if you have colored lights like outside i'm like okay whatever but a christmas tree it needs to be like warm white lights warm yes it can't be cool this led shit i hated uh, 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 it when they first started doing led christmas lights they couldn't like get a warm it was just blue so it was yeah so bad i don't like that if you don't put tinsel on your tree or like some form of tinsel, yeah. you should. It it elevates a tree. Elevates. Yeah. 100%. It just like fills in the gaps and it like makes yeah. it look glisten and like yeah. beautiful. Thanks for tuning in for the 12 Days of Minute Women Christmas. We love sharing the holiday season with you, and we hope that we can be a part of your holiday traditions. Yeah, if you want to send us a little Christmas gift, you should rate and review the podcast. Give it five stars. Let us know what you think. And you can tune in tomorrow for another episode of the 12 Days. Thanks. Bye.